0: I'm Bob Cudmore, and this is Talk of the Town on Magic 590, also heard on 100.5. Joining us is Albany County Executive Daniel McCoy. A uh, big announcement uh, from your office uh, this week uh, involving the what's called the styrofoam ban. Uh, w- what did you uh, agree to this week?
1: Well, on, uh, I signed Local Law L to ban the use of uh, styrofoam in, for food establishments in Albany County. But I also went a step further and I signed an executive order to hold us to the same standard in Albany County. So any vendors that we do business with, be it at our nursing home, be it at 112 State Street, our DSS building, uh, you know, our nursing home, our jail, they have to meet the same standards we're holding business, the businesses to mm. uh, with the styrofoam.
0: Now, there already was a styrofoam ban, but it was limited to restaurants that were chain restaurants.
1: Yeah, in 2013, uh, I signed a similar ban that applied to all national chain restaurants with 15 or more uh, locations. And I said at that time, we'd be looking to expand it. So, you know, we want to make sure that we're fair and put an equal playing field for all businesses in Albany County. Um, so, you know, you don't have one at a disadvantage and the other one. And, uh, we, you know, we took a lot of flack on that, and Dunkin' Donuts uh, on their own now. Mm-hmm. Uh, outside of Albany County is switching over and getting rid of the styrofoam. So it is the right direction. It's about the environment. It's about being green. And I said we have to be good stewards, not just for, for us, but for the next generation that's going to take over Albany County.
0: Now, styrofoam is this white stuff, you know, kind of flimsy, Plastic, right? What, what do they replace it with if they if, say a restaurant? Uh,
1: cardboard, different stuff like that. Uh, you know, there, there's so much technology. There's a little company in Green Island that makes stuff out of like uh, mushrooms and cardboard. It's pretty neat to buy the stuff that they use. So uh, I have to tell you that, uh, you know, the, the technology is there. And you could have argued years ago that the technology wasn't there, but uh, it's there now. And we can switch over and make it safer because, you know, a Styrofoam, when it's in its form, isn't what's hazardous to the health of people. It's when it breaks down in landfills or leaks into waterways. Uh, it's been known to cause cancer, other problems, obviously in the waterways and in our sewer systems. So these are the things we're trying to avoid. in. Obviously, styrofoam doesn't, uh, you know, over time, takes a long time to break down, to uh, disintegrate.
0: Mm. So the, the the styrofoam itself poses a hazard in landfills. It's not just that a lot of plastics just last forever.
1: Correct. Just, That's the thing. It doesn't break down. And, and the other reality is people throw it. You always know, see it on the side of the road. It ends up in the woods. It ends up in our drainage systems. And that's where when it breaks down from the hard co- you know, when it breaks down from its original form uh, and the elements start to break down, that's what causes the problems with cancer and other things that it's linked to. OK, we'll
0: move on to some other topics. We're talking with Dan McCoy, Albany County executive um, over the summer, I believe it was. There was announcement of big improvements at the Albany International Airport. What's what's being done there?
1: Well, you know, this has been over 20 years since the terminal's been rebuilt, and uh, we have the new parking garage, a new terminal. So it's a $92 million project, and basically it's about the exit four, the XR exit four to get off of Wolf Road. Now you'll be swinging behind the Desmond Hotel and coming out onto Omni Shaker Road right into the airport, so it's going to be more convenient. You got to remember, the airport sees about 1.4 million people coming through the airport every year. Uh, We're growing. We're trying to get more airlines in there. So this needed to be done. But on top of that, parking's been another issue. So there's going to be an expansion of a new uh, parking facility for up to 1,000 cars. Mm -hmm. The walkway into the terminal is going to be heated. We're going to be doing the baggage uh, terminals over again. Also inside, we're going to make it more modern. Uh, You see a lot of new airports where people can plug their phones into their seats, You know, Mm -hmm. charge why mm-hmm. they're waiting so you're going to see a lot of that stuff new restaurants a new fresh look so it's something that it's more of a facelift and it's uh, long overdue
0: but the new entrance to the airport
1: the new highway way to get there when
0: will that start when will construction
1: start it all starts this september and it's going to be done in uh i believe november of 2019
0: so you know or actually in, 2020 i'm sorry it'll be 2020 it'll be done yep Well, that time period is probably going to be difficult, isn't it, while they're building this?
1: Um, You know, it's going to be a little bit more inconvenience at the airport itself with the construction of the parking lot going on and that stuff. But the Exit 4, really, no, because it's going behind the Desmond Hotel. So you're not going to see as much. And, again, it's about Mm. quality of life, and it's about people getting to the airport on time and not getting stuck on Wolf Road at that intersection of One shaker Road and Wolf Road. So once that's done, it's going to be great. And all of it, you got to remember, it's going to be a fly-around. So it's really not going to interfere with anything. It's going to be more, you know, a little, little bit more of a problem at the airport with baggage, the baggage uh, area um, and the other stuff going on.
0: We're talking with Dan McCoy, Albany County Executive. Uh, this past week, uh, the county uh, received $200,000, I believe, from the state uh, for Um, improving uh, climate, working against man-made climate change.
1: Absolutely. I'm uh, honored that uh, Governor Cuomo selected us. Uh, he's given out a million dollars in upstate New York to deal with this. And, you know, unfortunately, them 100-year storms, like the governor has said, they're here more. You're seeing them more every year or every other year. Uh, so this $200,000 is going to go a long way in helping us be more prepared, helping town, cities, and villages be prepared for this type of climate change. Uh, you know, we'll be looking at it for a variety of studies and different things we're going to utilize it for.
0: So you going to use it for studies or uh,
1: studies, but we'll also be looking at how to implement uh, equipment, maybe alert systems, that type of stuff. I know we got the double weather, um, but you know we'll modern different things. So uh, we will be utilizing this in in ways, in many ways, that will benefit the uh, people of Albany County.
0: There was an, another announcement. I mean, not related, but uh, having t- uh, to do with um, a settlement with Volkswagen over yes. their yeah uh, uh, pollution problems or. Uh, alleged deception. And and there's quite a, a pot of money, I guess, nationally and on the state level. And Albany County's getting some of it. And I believe it's going to be used for uh, CDTA uh, or some new buses or energy efficient buses.
1: Correct. Um, if you look at like 40 percent of your emissions that go into the uh, atmosphere are caused by buses and trucks. Uh, in every town, city, and village across this beautiful country of ours. So part of this agreement is that uh, we're going to try to get them emissions down. So, yes, uh, some of it's going to be going there. Uh, the D.C. Commissioner, uh, Basil Segar, I, <laughs> I said his name wrong there, so I apologize, but uh, he he really has an ambitious plan with other uh, commissioners, and obviously with the Governor Cuomo leading the way, uh, about how we're going to handle this and make a different impact about going to, uh, you know, electric buses throughout here, different things throughout the state of New York. So uh, it's really going to be a great initiative.
0: Will you be able to hear them coming? You know, I mean, are they silent? No,
1: no, it's, it's kind of weird. Like if you have an electric car, uh, you know, I shouldn't say this <laughs> on the air. I remember one time I met a light, I thought the car stalled, you know, right, right. you know, because it gets very quiet. So it's uh, it's kind of neat, though. It's, it's, uh, it's a nice experience.
0: I guess what I was looking, uh, wondering about is, I mean, as a pedestrian, let's say, you know, you, you don't know what's behind you, maybe.
1: You know, they are quiet. They won't, They, they you know, uh, if you look at the noise level that they put off, it's a lot better. They do run, obviously, when the engine's running. So it does make some noise. But uh, when they're sitting there, the, the, that's the part of it. It shuts down.
0: Mm. Let me uh, move on to a topic we've discussed before, and that's a paid sick leave. You've advocated for more paid sick leave for workers in Albany County, not just County
1: workers, but people who work in Albany County,
0: what would you like to see happen?
1: Well, you know, again, it's about taking care of the people that work for you. And and listen, I've talked to business owners and people are panicking. They think it's going to kill them. New Jersey just passed this uh, statewide in, in, in New Jersey, the state of New Jersey. Um, We're not going to lose companies. We're not trying to hurt companies here in Albany County. Uh, I know people are putting false stuff out there. We really want to roll up our sleeves and work with people on this. Uh, I've talked to Working Family, Citizen Action, uh, working with the legislature, and we've been changing some stuff. But, again, this is about taking care of people that work in fast food restaurants that typically don't get the benefits most people get. Um, It's about my equity agenda in the county of making sure we take care of people uh, and make sure that they have light at the end of the tunnel to take care of themselves and their family. And, you know, when people are struggling to put food or on the table or pay the rent or pay the mortgage or deciding do you buy a new pair of pants or, you know, what what can you afford to pay for your family, um, the last thing when they're going to work, and a lot of people work part-time jobs now, uh, but multiple part-time jobs, and with the flu epidemic and everything else going on, you know, uh, it was the right thing to do that they get paid sick leave, and if they have a sick child, you know they should be able to take their kid to the doctors, take care of their their child. Um, but most importantly, do you want someone coming into uh, McDonald's who has the flu or who's been sick all week, and they're serving you food, and they're you know you know you're spreading it, and that's what got me on the paid sick leave. But again. It's about taking care of a class of people that are being overlooked and taken advantage of. This We're, we're working with the business owners. This is not going to hurt them. Uh, this is like when we did banned smoking in restaurants and bars. Everyone said they were going to close and mm-hmm. they're going to go out of business. This is the same thing. Again, take care of the worker because it, statistics have shown that when this was implemented, that they've got more production out of the worker and their profits went up. So, you know, I, you know, I said, look, let's in, implement this. We'll reevaluate it at the end of the year if something's not working, we'll change it. Uh, but I'm assure you, as I, I sit here across from you at your radio station, that uh, it's not going to affect the business owners.
0: Uh, we talked earlier about the styrofoam ban. Let me ask you about the nicotine ban. Cigarettes will no yeah. longer be uh, sold in pharmacies and stores with pharmacies uh, in Albany County. A, a new law you signed a couple of a months ago. How is this working out?
1: It's working out fine. I mean, really, uh, when we talk to the business owners, there's only like really two two or three pharmacies left in the county of Albany that really sold cigarettes in their stores. And the supermarkets, obviously, you know, they're, it's a different uh, rules. They fall under the state of New York, ag and marks, mm-hmm. uh, So we don't really have a lot of say over it. But most of them have agreed price shoppers pulling all the cigarettes out. So it's a step in the right direction. And, and look, at, uh, people have a right to do what they want to do. You know, when they're the right age to buy cigarettes at the age of 21, Um, we raise the age, obviously, uh, because of the health issues and talking to my health commissioner in the community, American Lung Society, uh, uh, a variety of other agencies that really talk to us about the impact it has on health. And you got to remember, we have a mental health department, a health department in the county. I see the money and resources that we put into uh, people to stop them from smoking, uh, to help them with all the, the, the different things, and the health problems it causes for people. So this, in essence, will help the quality of life of the people here in Albany County.
0: Another uh, issue in Albany County has to do with uh, I-787. and oh, in, yeah. In Cahos, there's been an effort underway to, I guess the, the term of art these days is calm the traffic on I-787's it's not too common often, uh, and that was the scene of a car pedestrian fatal accident not long ago. Uh, what, what is this project doing, and, and I, I gather you support it. What do you like about it?
1: Absolutely. Um, first and foremost, I want to thank Mayor Sean Morris. Uh, because, you know, obviously you don't want to see a tragedy like this happen with this young, uh, beautiful girl who crossed going to school and get, get up in the morning to enjoy her day and tragically loses her life. Mm-hmm. Uh, the mayor made it a priority of his office to fix this because he was a co-host fireman, too, for 20-some years, and there's not this is not the first time this has ha- happened. Um, so I want to thank the mayor for doing this first and foremost, but I also want to thank Governor Cuomo and our state representatives, John McDonald and them, who really got behind this project too, to make sure this happened in my office. And this is a quality of life. That's going to change in the city, gahos What they're doing down there in state DOT. Uh, this is going to slow the traffic down. Uh, it's going to make it easier for pedestrians to cross 787 um, and not have to worry as a parent, as your kids going to school, and there's so many other things to worry about that whether or not they can mm-hmm. cross the street. So when this roundabout and other stuffs put in place. It's really going to enhance. I believe it's going to enhance the city mm-hmm. of Uh But again, it's about the quality of life.
0: What, uh, and what other specifics? You mentioned a roundabout. Is uh, well,
1: there's going to be br- uh, brightly colored uh, crosswalks. Um, Three ADA intersection, Kahoz Boulevard will improve uh, the visibility and reduce crosswalks distance. And um, the project overall, as I, I remember it, uh, you know, it's. I believe it's the speed limit definitely goes from fifty five down to 30, uh, which people complained about, and that type of stuff is really going to enhance the quality of uh, the issue that's been going on there.
0: Dan McCoy with us, Albany County Executive. Global Partners, that's the company that handles crude oil shipped by tanker trains and Hudson River barges, and it's at the uh, port of Albany, but it says um, Global uh, Partners says it's scaling back its operations uh, at the port, in uh, the light of uh, uh, some criticisms and concerns, uh, what role did Albany County play in uh, Global Partners' decision?
1: I had, I have to tell you, um, if it wasn't for my office, I think we would have had the boilers and everything else down there, and nothing, and, and uh, we we became the third busiest hub. For oil transportation in the nation, mm-hmm. uh, overnight, and no one realized it. Four years ago, I did a moratorium on the, on Global's plans to expand its facilities to include a system of the heating crude oil, which included the uh, tar sand oils, which we we're worried about. So we used under our health code and our sanitation code, and we, we did this moratorium, and we said, "Look, you're you're not going to come in here and and do this without first proving how if." the safety of the residents that live down here and the the air quality and everything else. Uh, And again, I say this to everyone, people are like, oh, McCoy doesn't want businesses to expand, you know, tax base. No real jobs would have been created off of this. And most importantly, we weren't gonna collect any more taxes, but we're taking all the risk of being the third busiest oil hub in the nation And the risk being that if you have one accident, which happened up in Quebec in 2013, where 47 people sadly lost their life, and a town was wiped out, couldn't even rebuild it, they built it next to it down the road, Uh, you know, I I don't want to take that risk for the people of of the city of Albany, you know, especially for the county. So we dug in, Uh, we've been fighting this for four years, and we didn't back down, so they pulled out their application, and uh, I take pride in that, and all we wanted was a neg deck, um, we wanted them to, to do a full environmental study of the of how this would in, impact the community and roll their sleeves and be a partner. And Global was not being a partner, and neither was CSX and, uh, you know, buck out oil and the rest of them. But, uh, you know, we're, we're getting there in a step in the right direction. Another quality
0: of life uh, issue uh, in the city of Albany uh, involves a drugstore. Uh, Walgreens expected to close a South End Albany drugstore Uh, Why have you and others opposed this closing?
1: You know, if you look at the south end of Albany, uh, there's not a lot of uh, stores down there, um, and especially where people can get their prescriptions filled and healthcare products. Uh, There's a dollar store down the road, there's gas stations, but uh, a lot of people might not have the transportation to after getting to the doctor's office, and there's a clinic down there too. So if they go to the clinic and they get a prescription, uh, now they have to either go up the hill to Morton Ave at the top, or find a bus to bring them someplace else in the city to get this prescription filled. So, again, it's about the quality of life of a neighborhood, and it's about a neighborhood that's been revitalized under this mayor and the last mayor that they've been turning this whole community around, and to have a store like this of this magnitude uh, walk away, it's, it's not good. Let's, uh, as we
0: get near the end of the program, I ask you about a couple of things in different places in uh, Albany County. North Colony baseball. Uh, the North Colony Bison Blue 11-year-old baseball team won the Cal Ripken Mid-Atlantic Regional Tournament. Can you tell us more about that? Oh,
1: you know, it was so exciting to see these 11-year-old boys. And, uh, you know, I got talking to the parents, and they had a 13-to-1 blowout victory earlier this summer. And actually, they had an impressive 47 wins and only 7 losses, bringing home their third state title in four years. Uh, You know... But when I had the privilege to talk to him, and uh, it was kind of interesting, and I was joking around with him, I said, look, my... My brother-in-law is uh, 40 years old now, and he still wears his uh, 12-year-old and 13-year-old back-to-back state champion shirt. And he still talks about it, like who dropped the ball. And I said, the memories that you're going to make on that field and talk about for 20, 30 years, um, you're going to have fun with it. And now my brother-in-law, Kevin Flynn, drives me nuts with his stories um, about it. But these kids, the smiles on their faces and be the first in the colony districts to win this type of championship and be able to move on to Is just says a lot about them.
0: You were in South Westerlo recently, uh, talking, I think, to the South Westerlo Business Association. Um, There obviously are businesses in uh, South Westerlo.
1: There, there is. There's a uh, there's a group of small businesses in the hamlet of uh, Westerlo who came together. After a local business owner had a, a tragedy a tragedy to their uh, build, building and it burnt down in the middle of night of May of 2017. And basically they came together to highlight a lot of the stores up there and help each other out. Then they had a sign fall off the road or it got taken and they rebuilt it with another sign. So they've come together uh, to basically work together as a group and highlight the different businesses that they have up in Westerloan. People don't realize uh, you got a unique, you know, bed and breakfast. You got a unique uh, restaurant, antique store, you know, stuff going on in there that, that you know, uh, I actually, there's a lady that teaches fencing. So I was up there and I took some fencing, uh, you know, I messed around doing fencing with her. So in uh, a variety of other stuff. So uh, I said, everyone, take take the opportunity to explore the area where you live, especially in this county.
0: You've been listening to Talk of the Town with our guest, Albany County Executive Daniel McCoy. This program can be heard as a podcast on albanymagic.com and bobcudmore.com. Next week's guest on Talk of the Town will be Sarah Foss, news columnist for The Daily Gazette. I'm Bob Cudmore.